Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Max and Chalupa and David Gosh, what are you doing here? Uh, this is my episode, isn't it? Like, I'm, it's all about me, man. This is the intro, Josh. I'm trying to introduce this podcast. Oh, well, uh, I just figured that I'd say hello to the guests and say, hey, hi, how's it going? Shalom, everyone. <laughs> well, I guess, welcome to this week's episode of Share to Share Podcast, featuring Josh Lanko, where yeah, that's me. we tell stories and learn from listening, because every moment is a great moment. Every moment. Josh Lanko. Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. Uh, thank you. I feel welcome. <laughs> you were just yes, just minutes ago. You were giving us the uh, the radio voice, Josh. Yeah. But the real Josh has a hell of a radio. Like you could do radio, radio shows, which is of course a dying medium. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not true. Podcast. Podcasts are really cool. Podcasts. Podcasts are very cool. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. But they, they, I mean, they're even popular. They're even, of course, monetized. Not the shared chair. We would never yeah. monetize this, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it is. That, mm-hmm. that happens. So, anyway, Josh, welcome. We were just talking about uh, you have already senior night for wrestling tomorrow. Yeah. How, how's, uh, so you're a wrestler. You've been, though, I think when we talked to you, not for very long, right? No. Or have you, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself as a, as a wrestler um pretty much i joined wrestling last year okay so it was pretty interesting joining wrestling as a junior because most of everyone starts really young or like the freshman year which is pretty typical Mm -hmm. so having to like come in and just figure things out straight from junior year knowing i only have like two years max was a bit of a challenge but also pretty fun yeah, cool. Like, what do you so so? What did you feel like you missed out on? What did you think was like the the learning curve? I and mean, well, well, maybe maybe the first question is like, why did you join it? Like you like you said, most people will join as freshmen, and then actually, if anything, maybe leave the sport. Rarely do people jump on board. So, what was the motivation? Um, there? at first, I joined football just because like my dad always talked about it, and I was thinking. Hey, this is junior year. Might as well just try it out, see if I like it. Football so, too. Yeah. You joined in junior year. Yep. You didn't do that. Oh wow. Nope. Okay. So well. Okay. Yeah. No, I went from doing no sports at all, some theater, to oh. doing three sports in junior year. Okay. So yeah, definitely tell us the impetus. Dad, yeah. I guess, was an impetus. Yeah. No, my dad always talked about football his time playing, it, and I thought it would be really fun. I also have the build to do it. Yeah. So I thought. Might as well try it, see if I like it. Okay. And then I went from there, and I figured it also helps a lot, just staying in shape. I feel better physically lots of the time, just not tired uh, as often. And then, like, uh, just in everyday life, going about being able to do things better is nice. Yeah, like just being physically yeah, active. Yeah, physically like, active. wakes you up and it mm-hmm. gets you, yeah, right, all, all the good stuff that comes from it. The third sport is? Uh, track and field. Oh, okay, what do you do there? I throw a shot put in discus. Okay, cool, got yeah. it. And you'll do that this year again, <laughs> yep. too. Great. So you talk, You mentioned, like, your build. Josh is a big dude. Yeah. How, what, how, how tall are you? Like 6'4"-ish. 6'4"-ish, yeah. mm-hmm. but strong as a, what, what, what? As an ox, I mean, is an that still ox, a relevant? Is that still a relevant? Yeah, uh, I mean, we simile. Hang out, yeah, we we hang out out a lot, and if Josh gets the random will to pick me up, it happens. I can't stop him. All of a yeah. sudden, I'm on top of his shoulders, and I can't be let down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're at his will at that <laughs> point. Yeah, 
Your 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 strength uh, maxim would be in like getting away from him, maybe. No, he's also I mean, pretty fast. I, I, he, he's gotten a lot faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I find that if Josh is coming after me every day, it gets a little harder. <laughs> and then I'd say, and then I'd say, well, at least you've got your wit. But of course, he's witty too. So we'll get into that in, in mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, have you enjoyed the sports? I mean, has yeah. it been like obvious? Obviously, it's been good because you stayed with it in your senior year. But maybe you could mm-hmm. speak to like. Um, you know your skill, like your skill as a wrestler. I think you've you've had some successful years. Yeah, no. Um, last year starting out, I I didn't go varsity because uh, Travis Troop also joined wrestling last year as a senior, so that was really interesting for him. But yeah. strongest guy I've ever wrestled probably will be the strongest guy I ever will wrestle. Okay. So it was really interesting, both of us coming in there and just learning straight from the get go. Yeah. And that really helped me become a better wrestler because I couldn't rely on my physical strength since there was a guy probably like two times stronger than me at the time <laughs> wrestling okay. me. All right. Uh-huh. So that forced me to build up a lot of skill. And then like technique. When, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I, they sent me out doing like some of the JV matches because they weren't going to just like send me out straight to varsity right away. Um, I had like a lot of experience already wrestling Travis. Cool. Mm-hmm. And and how did it go? What was your record last year? Um, last year I think I was even. I I want to say like eight and eight or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you were yeah figuring it out. And how's yeah. it going so far this year? This year I think I'm currently thirteen and three. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. On the varsity. Are yeah. you wrestling? And then what are I know there are categorizations. Are you in the heavyweight? Yeah. Is that, uh, is that does it have a I don't know. I don't know how wrestling works exactly. At what point is heavyweight begin? What yeah. Is that? Pretty much there's 14 different weight classes, and the top two weight classes are 215 and then 285. Now what that means is you can weigh anything underneath 215 or at 215, and you can wrestle there. Okay. But if you're 215.1, you can't wrestle 215. Okay. So in that case, you'd be put to heavyweight. Okay. So you're wrestling guys that are 285 or below got it as like 215 or something which would be really hard i've wrestled a couple of those guys <laughs> they're fast but they just don't have the size for it right mm-hmm. i mean once you get them then yeah. it's over kind of that that sort of thing um and, and do you have any like you know only being in it two years i could imagine that you kind of know well i'm not gonna be that great uh, do you mm-hmm. have aspirations like do yeah. you have like are there goals for this year for you like are you good enough to compete on a uh, I don't know, a conference level? or a Yeah, no. Um, from the beginning of the summer, I was just saying to my friends and to my coach, I'm going to win state. And just like as a mindset thing a lot. Yeah. Now, um, my skill level, I know I'm not at like the state level. But recently, I in a tournament I wrestled at, yeah. I was forced to uh, wrestle the 13th kid in the state, and I was able to beat him, nearly pin him. Excellent. So right. it's looking good for me in terms of state qualifying and state placing this year. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. What, do, what do they What do they call state placing? Is that a top eight or top uh, 10, top, top 16? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. that would be sweet. Yeah. All right. So we'll have to stay uh, on top of that mm-hmm. uh, throughout the season. Um, but, Josh, I have to say, so I don't know. Do you have anything to ask about, like, wrestling? Because – because I think there's something, like, way more interesting about Josh. So, Josh, 
you said you're 13 and three this season. Yeah, that, that's quite a landslide in terms of some victories. What what is the secret? You know, the like, secret, yeah. the secret sauce. <laughs> that's a great. Oh yeah. I mean, so your dad has showed me videos of you wrestling, and it's incredibly impressive how you do it. And so I kind of have a little bit of insight onto how it's done. But I mean, share it. Some yeah. Awesome stories. Um, pretty much my first three losses, uh, my only three losses, all came out like the near the beginning of the season. Okay. One of them was to the sixth rank guy in the state, so. There wasn't much I could do there besides what I'm trying to do now. Yeah. But the other two was me having bad strategy and, like, technique almost. Okay. Because what our coach teaches us is very applicable to, like, the middleweight classes around, like, 165, 150. At heavyweight, it gets a lot different because if you have, like, a heavyweight on top of you, it is much harder to get out. Yes. Also, your speed is much less than something of, like, a 165. Sure. So I've had to, like, really strategize with myself and during the matches to, like, plan out my shots and what I do in order to get a takedown on them. Good. Yeah. And what I've come to realize is that lots of heavyweights just try and throw. Yeah. What would tell us what that means? I mean, sorry, yeah. for, the, for the fool who doesn't mm-hmm. know, like me, uh, what, yeah. I assume a throw is Quite a literally grab, a throw. A grab yeah. and throw. So. Yeah. Lots of the time they'll try and get like get around your waist or something, grab you, and then like pick you up, throw you, okay. or um just like get one arm under your arm and then like throw you any way around. It's pretty much get like, you to the ground. Get you to the ground. Okay. Yeah, by like using your arms to like uh, twist them down or something. Okay. Now that's pretty much how nine out of ten heavyweight matches go. Is okay. you see like one of them go for a throw and then the other one Ryan also go for the throw, mm-hmm. and that just pretty much results in a pin. Like nine out of ten heavyweight matches end in a pin. Mm-hmm. So what I realized is I'm not the best at throwing, especially because I haven't been doing it for a while. Right. Despite having strength advantage lots of the time, it it doesn't go well, and that's where those first two came losses came from. Was me trying to throw someone and it going poorly for me. Because I could, I, I want you to keep going and tell us more about your. But I could imagine if you make the move to throw, but then don't, you can't, you don't do it quickly enough. I imagine you could also like it sounds like an aggressive move, and if it doesn't work, it could turn on you. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. The other person can make a, a, a move that gets points for them or whatever. Yeah. Right? Um, so, okay, so how, what are you doing instead then? What I realize is that um, because of all the other sports I've been doing and all just like the physical activity, I have much better stamina and uh, cardio than all the other heavyweights. So Great. typically a uh, match lasts six peri- uh, three periods. Each one of them is two minutes. Okay. Now the majority of heavyweight matches end in the first period because someone throws someone and then they get pinned. And then that's it, yeah. That's typically how long heavyweights just have to wrestle. It's just like a minute, a minute and a half. They're okay. not used to wrestling into the second or third period. I love it. So what I do is I really, not like stall them out, but like I just delay my energy into like the second, third period. So that way when they're just completely gassed from trying to throw me, I can try and start hitting moves on them instead. And they have much less energy in order to counter that. Great. Great. Sounds like a good sort of, like as you're catching up for the years you've, you've missed... This sounds like a good, uh, what do I want to say? It's just like another strategy. trick or strategy trick, yeah. to, to figure out, like, how, how can I make up for these years lost? I need to wrestle differently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, honestly, like, that makes sense. If you're the, I don't want to say weaker physically, because, again, it's hard to probably find too many people weaker than you physically, but you're weaker in terms of just years. 
of of experience. Yeah. So you got to find alternate ways and alternate routes. Um, Josh, I really want to talk about you though as an academic. Like, um, you're a, a a wrestler, a football guy, who is smart, uh, really smart. Do you mind? Um, and I know this. I know this from my experience you with in, in class, in literature, where you write your own poetry. You write like um, they're quick witted. They're smart. They're they're. Uh, uh, you call them word vomit a lot, but yeah. I think it's, I don't know, I, that's sort of undercutting the skill, I think, <laughs> a, a bit. But anyway, uh, you write these great poems to start class. Students laugh, I'm, you know, encouraging you to keep going with that. But that's only, I, my, it's my understanding, that's only a bit of your intelligence. Is it right that, um, like, how, how are you as a student? How do you view yourself as a student? Do you think of yourself as bright? Um, I would consider that, yeah. Um. Lots of times since I was just younger, uh, schoolwork just kind of clicked with me. I didn't really have to put too much effort into it in order to understand it. Yeah. Uh, also, I put in effort, too, because you still have to put in effort in high school. But yeah. um, I just understand things I find a lot quicker than most people. Do you um, – so I'm going to ask you to, like, be a little uncomfortable here and maybe brag a bit because we need, like, some data or some – is it the GPA that's good? Is it the SAT score that's good? Is it the ACT score that's good? Is it all of it? Do you, do you mind, like, sharing? Yeah. like how Because some of those things I, I don't really know. I know where you are in my class. It's really strong and re- mm-hmm. impressive. But I think that it goes beyond my class. Yeah, um, pretty much – I've had a concurrent 4.0 since seventh grade. Okay, great. And um, that's going to end this try because <laughs> oh. um, I'm taking an AP physics class online. Okay. So the online aspect is whole struggle and all that stuff. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that, that's sadly going to end, but I, it's still a hard class, still getting a good grade in it. Yeah, yeah. good. And then um, as for my SAT, I scored a fifteen ten super score, a fifteen hundred on the school day, then like a seven ninety on math and an isolated test. Okay. Yeah, and then. Oh yeah, no. When I was younger, I memorized pi quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. How many? That, that was How sophomore year, right? Yeah. Lot. Lots of. Uh, yeah, lots of it was sophomore year. Um. I ended up getting to like two hundred twenty four digits. Holy or something. smoke! I was gonna say a hundred. It's true. It's impressive. He had this yeah. little app where he you have to click out the digits and if you click it wrong it restarts yeah and so then you're forced to just go and so one time i'm sitting in mr missouri's class for geometry josh walks in and goes it's like he's like it's time and i go do it and she goes to the big board in the back room and it goes 3.14 and it's like writing and writing the bells rung it's like an extra minute or two mr visitor is just standing there watching me he's he's writing out all these digits of pi it it was crazy wait and mr missouri is a witness to this as well not just maxim your good friend who could be like oh yeah you know you have other witnesses to this uh uh, to this digit placement. Yeah. Do you still have it, do you think? Um, not 224 because after a while you just like forget of most of it. But um, I'd say I still have it like at least the first 80. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So um, tell me like about, I don't know. I, what, what I'm trying to get at the heart of is though, like your you 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 use this intelligence you're you're quirky too would you say i don't know yeah that, is that a fair thing to yeah say? that's definitely like fair. you have a um like people know you but i don't know if they know how bright you are it's almost like um uh, or do they 
Um, from talking to people a lot, lots of the time they don't really expect me to be too smart. Like uh, lots of uh, insightful people will see like, oh, he's like making like a bit of smart-witted comedy here. He might be like smarter. And then just lots of the time though, um, most people will just think, oh, he's goofy. He's doing all these quirky things. He's like, I guess like a okay student. Okay, yeah, he might be okay, but they don't maybe realize the depth of because I think it's yeah. even quite a, a, a like a, a deep Josh like a well, reflective one, a mindful one. That's the one yeah. that I see, and I don't know, but I could see how others could kind of dismiss you as ah, that's like, like he's goofy kind of guy. a goofy goofy guy, wrestler, mm-hmm. or football player, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but that narrative just isn't true. Yeah, yeah. There's a depth. Um, do you mind sharing? You applied to a couple of big schools. Yeah, no. Um, I applied to MIT and uh, Chicago, and also Caltech. And Caltech. And yeah. have you heard from any of these um, places? Both from MIT and Chicago is deferred, which isn't a bad thing since most of uh, the MIT applicants that do get deferred also get in. Okay. So yeah, uh, I'm not like worried about it though too much. What? Yeah. Uh, why? What do you mean? You're not um, worried about? It? You're just. What does that mean? Are you like you're yeah. not wanting to go there? No, I, I want to go there. It's just um, if it doesn't work out, I still have other options because I've already worked hard enough that I'd still be happy with where I was. Like I got into Michigan State already, which is really nice, and I've just been saying that to myself. Even if I don't get in anywhere else, I'm already in Michigan State, and I can just chill there. Yeah, and come on, I mean, you know, yeah. there's plenty of. Gr- there are plenty of great people who go to that exactly. school. Like you don't, mm-hmm. uh, there are so many other factors. Mm-hmm. Is it though, is MIT the dream? Is that what you want? That's what I've been it, talking about since third grade. Okay. Yeah. No, I've always talked about like MIT, all that stuff. Saw in like movies as kids, like, oh, that's the smart person school or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do, you, do you know what movies you're talking about? Uh, Pixels 2015 with Adam Sandler, pretty much like a video game movie, video games, uh, characters invade real life. And then like Adam Sandler is an MIT graduate, super smart guy. In that movie. Yeah. I think isn't MIT also the school in, um, I think it's in Goodwill Hunting. I haven't seen Have that you? one. Oh, you need to see that movie. Like you need to see it soon. Mm-hmm. I think it's MIT unless it's, could be that it's Harvard. I don't remember. Maybe. It's mm-hmm. one of the schools in boston there so mm-hmm. uh, i mean mit is boston or boston yeah. area right mm-hmm. and I, I, I all of a sudden i doubted myself there. yeah so um do, do you think you're do you feel emotionally prepared for an mit to to leave your family to, yeah to like you feel ready to do that because of course mit in boston versus michigan state an hour and a half away mm-hmm. is a huge difference in terms of of moving away yeah no uh definitely since i was younger i've always liked independence and just uh doing things on my own yeah so moving anywhere isn't really too much of a big deal for me which i've also found like i haven't done any college visits just because i i don't really care too much where it is okay i i can be pretty happy anywhere the flexibility yeah yeah to be happy anywhere um what about you know what about that mit is What's the golden goose there? Like, why is it? Why is it? I mean, the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. is that really kind of it? Like, nah. is, is the goal? Is the goal mathematics? Is the goal? Um, 
is the goal engineering is the goal video game development what what's what's what are you shooting for here um the goal is astrophysics that's what i've been like planning since uh freshman year i think before that i was an astronaut then i figured out oh i'm i'm going to be too big to be an astronaut <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i was like oh, okay let's do something else without involves space and math and something fun and uh just decided on MIT because of that because they're like number 2 physics school in the nation or something they were really good with it yeah yeah uh, I'm gonna ask a foolish question, I, like like a, a stupid question here. Mm -hmm. uh, what does an astrophysicist do? You know, for I the longest know. time, I didn't know myself. <laughs> I just thought, oh hey, math, space, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, pretty much lots of the time, what astrophysicists do is they look at code and they monitor certain bits of code so that the way they can like uh, analyze parts of space and certain freak, you know, things that occur in space. And okay. you just have to pretty much write programs to look at all the code because there's so much of it. Are and they are they generally hired by um, NASA, laboratories, SpaceX, yeah. NASA, SpaceX? I mean, uh, the yeah. government, mm -hmm. perhaps. Uh, colleges. Colleges, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lots of research-based. Research, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. And that sounds like a good life to you. Yeah, the coding, um, I wasn't too aware of. I, I don't mind it, though. I, I I'm kind of indifferent towards coding, but the math is something I've always really liked. Like, that's one of the weird things about me is I actually like doing math problems. Cool, cool. Yeah. Is it what? What? Why? What does it make? What's happening um, in your brain that it, it gets you fired up? It's kind of like a puzzle. Lots of the time, I just like um, put on music on headphones or something, and then just like look at math problems and treat them like puzzles, and then try and solve them. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's. It's like a game almost where I'm trying to solve it and like if it doesn't go out then it's even more fun because then it's not what I expected at first but also if I get it right away it's also very rewarding. What math class are you in? Um, I took AP Calculus last year and I considered briefly taking Calculus 2 uh, through MCC but um, I decided against that because I didn't want to uh, just destroy my GPA in case that proved uh, too hard for me. I see, yeah, okay, got it. So you're kind of taking a I guess a year off of yeah. specifically math, although you're yeah. using it in other yeah. classes and the principles, no. I'm sure. Yeah, so that way I decided to do AP Physics instead. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's, uh, as my friends like to put it, like literally the worst one I could have picked because it's the one that includes calculus in it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, it's a very hard class. It's online. That's the hardest part for me. If it was taught by a teacher at the school, I feel like I'd be still chilling with a 4.0, but because I have to learn it by myself and it's lots of the time self-motivated, yeah. uh, definitely becomes a strain. So is that a struggle for you? I mean, we've talked yeah. about all these sort of great aspects of you and there are so many, but this motivation uh, is, is tough for you, self-motivation um, or what do yeah. you, because in some ways it's like, it can't be, you can't be not self-motivated and do as well as you're doing in these things but in other ways i can kind of yeah. see that we've we've talked about it a little bit mm -hmm. so what does that mean like how can such a you're smart you're witty you're all these things but when you're forced to an online school or a class it's tougher yeah um lots of the time it's just like i do already like a lot of stuff every day i go to wrestling practice i do more work in school i listen to teachers all that stuff and then when it comes to a time where I should be doing like work, but I could be doing something else more relaxing, like watching YouTube videos on my phone or something. <laughs> and I, I'm more, I'm a lot more inclined to choose the latter option, just chilling on my phone or something. 
Yeah, that's something I've struggled with, yeah, just like putting off work because of that. Hey, there's tomorrow or after school or something. Yeah. Yeah. And just lots of the procrastination. Do you see that? Um, do, do you see that? Does that have an effect on you or on your life in any other way? That procrastination or that that sort of, as you say, lack of self-motivation um which again i'd say well hold up you have it you have it's like an accountability almost Mm -hmm. that you have an accountability to the teacher in the room but you're feeling i mean i'm asking yeah are you feeling like well but i don't have as much accountability with this teacher online that i don't know at all and yeah because you're like more accountability isolated in in your own area just at a table in the media center where no one really cares what you're doing in there. You can be on your phone if you want. So long as you do your work, they'll check up on you every now and then. But um, just you, you're not forced to do the right thing. Hmm. And you're not, like, looked at by your teachers or judged for not doing the right thing. So it can be hard to make the right decision a lot. I get it, man. I get it. Um, I worry. So I, yeah. you, you know. You know. I think you know how much I adore you you're awesome i really like you a lot i love your brain mm-hmm. um but i worry about this aspect of course because yeah. you're gonna pro- you're gonna run into a lot of time i think mm-hmm. i think you'll run into a lot of time in your life where yeah people don't kind of care what you do yeah like you know they, they they'll run out of caring what you do um and it will be on you to to kind of care yeah. Are you? Does that bo- worry you, or do you go? No, I can. I'll figure a way to pull it together when I'm motivated enough. Or like, where are you at with um, with that? Not as much because I feel like um, in real life I'll be talking to a whole bunch of people and have all these real experiences to keep me grounded. Whereas the class is online completely. It's just me and a computer, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it, I don't feel like. Um, unconfident about the future just because okay. I'll be talking to real people and uh, getting assignments from them face to face for sure and and that can work on into like adulthood and your career too like you you'll get reports hey this has to be done I mean you can you'll have that yeah human accountability in the future too most often I mean sometimes people find themselves in jobs where that might not be the case but I mean most often you'll have that so good I'm glad you're feeling you know, satisfied mm-hmm. and good there. Uh, you think your your family will miss you? You you or do you feel like you know, we we're all sort of established and we're sort of we're um, good. It's okay. Yeah, no, I will we'll definitely miss me just because been there my entire life. They've grown up. I've grown up with them and all that. And it, mom and dad obviously care a lot. So um, they they're gonna miss me, but they're they're not gonna take it too hard because they know I'm gonna do good things. Good for you. Yeah. And good for them, too, mm-hmm. to say, to not be too much of an anchor, mm-hmm. right, to let you go and, and do mm-hmm. what you need to do to fulfill uh, the vision that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Max, what am I – am I missing anything here? Be- I, being had, one of Josh's good friends, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing – I've had a couple of things, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. first of all, I mean, you mentioned the courage miss. I think it just – maybe just to be said for the – you know, I'm just saying it. Josh, in the most loving way possible, like me – you're like a huge nerd. I mean, yeah. like you know, shout out to like you know, uh, playing Pokemon at 4 a.m. You know, going out playing <laughs> Pokemon Go, our D and D nights with um, Tristan Woodstra, like yeah, you know, all that. Excellent. But then, 
even more so, if you guys don't know, so Josh's mother, fantastic painter, absolutely beautiful. When first moment over there, there were some nice painting. There were really nice paintings something in her house. I'm like, oh my god, those are beautiful. She's like, I made those. I'm like, oh my gosh. And Terrific. Josh, you've been blessed with that gift as well, right? I mean, aren't you an APR? Yeah, um, I took AP art last year. I, I first started taking like some art classes my sophomore year, and I, sophomore year, and I really realized that I liked to make art. So I went to AP art last year, made a lot of art pieces, and liked it so much I'm doing taking it again, just a different version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean a different version? Maybe I'm um, understanding. Pretty much, there's various portfolios you can, or oh, AP okay. exams you can submit okay. to for AP oh, art. Okay. So I'm doing more or less the same thing. It's just that um, the final judging criteria is different. Like my last one was AP art, 2D art and design, or something. Okay. So that includes digital drawing, pretty much any 2D medium. Okay. This year, um, I'm doing um, it's pretty much AP drawing and design. So it's pretty much strictly drawing. So, yeah, cool. yeah, I'm having cool. to change up my medium a bit. Great, great. Uh, and, and do you dabble in paint the way that yeah. mom has led you? You So that would have been last year. Yeah. Because this year is just really more strictly the drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Cool, cool. And I love that you love D&D. I don't yeah. know many people. This, this is my point about, about you, Josh, is like um, there's a – you're really unique in this way. yeah. Do you love that about yourself? I hope I like you love that about yourself and not that it's a – yeah, I hope in none of your parts, in none of your networks, in none of your um, homes, if you will, mm-hmm. the football home or the academic home or the total geek out home or in the art home that you feel put out by any other home. If if mm-hmm. I make sense, are you, have you um, been able to navigate that well? I I've really liked it a lot. Just having like so many things that I can do if I want to, just having the options to express myself in different ways has always been great for me. Now, um, obviously there's like the whole code switching thing where you act different around different groups of and different course. people. Yeah. So that that's something I've learned a lot because I used to just uh, mainly just be nerdier, I guess. Okay. I just uh, I didn't express myself in many different ways. Okay. Yeah, it's just mainly the quirkiness and then also nerdiness. Okay. As I, but now you're saying you're understanding more ways to communicate. Yeah, and, and more ways to communicate with other people and, like, express myself. And does, but, but, so does that feel like, so some would argue, I think, that, oh, so you're, you're losing yourself. Mm-hmm. But you're arguing, no, I'm kind of finding more, yeah. uh, more within myself. Is that, yeah. is that right? You're, yeah. Like, the way I think about it a lot is... There is so many, like, rooms in Spring Lake High School that some people will just never enter. Like, the art room, some people may never take an art class, never enter it. The uh, Mrs. Hevelin's room, she teaches exclusively business classes, some people may never enter it. The locker room, some people will never enter that. The theater rooms, some people will never enter those. And every single time I go in one of those rooms, I think, I'm getting to see more of people, just like what everyone else is doing, and just seeing like the world as a more complete part because I feel like before I was looking at it from one, maybe two perspectives, but now I feel like I'm looking at it from a lot more. May you keep that as an adult. I think it's trickier than people might think to kind of stay, keep a foot in all those rooms, right? Because as you develop a career, it's sort of, I think careers can kind of encourage a singular room, Yeah, you know? 
and then you really need to work on developing your hobbies and developing yourself to keep your feet in all these other rooms. I like that metaphor a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's great, of course, that a school can offer that to you. Yeah. Not every school can, you know, to extend offer the metaphor, the open, open the, all those doors yeah. to, such a, to such a person. So um, it, it requires both a system to have the doors, to open the doors, and an individual to enter them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bravo for you, uh, to you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a real treat getting to know you this year. I'm excited for our next few months. Um, are we missing any, anything else, uh, Max or, Josh, or, or Josh? Is there anything in your story that we're anything we want to talk about? I mean, uh, don't I don't think so. Cool. I think yeah. the only other like like absurdly Josh thing I can think of that we haven't touched on would be your now this is totally nerdy but your shiny hunting oh setup yeah for pokemon like you'd have you'd have to explain the whole thing to understand it but it uh is, is it like next well, level is yeah it like- so okay <laughs> i guess i can the quick the, the your reader's digest version uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and yeah josh can speak on it it's okay so in pokemon huge fans since we were small kids um there's a trait a pokemon can have when you find it it's called it being shiny and a shiny Pokemon will simply have a different color, like Pikachu. Everyone knows Pikachu. Yeah. Shiny Pikachu is orange. They're really rare, highly sought after. You know, that's you know, that's like your you know pinnacle of playing Pokemon is getting your favorite Pokemon as their shiny form, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I hunt for shinies a bit. Josh does too. He takes it to the next level. This man, you own like what like eight different DSs which you've all set up to automate and nice. play the game for seven you while you're sitting there. Seven, nice. yeah. yeah, and then three Nintendo Switches. Amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah. still sort of hunting yeah. as you're here at school yeah. or whatever. No, uh, not while I'm at school. I okay. have to be there. For you that. have to be there. Mm-hmm. To, but then you can kind of set mm-hmm. them all up to mm-hmm. work at once. Kinda yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Go get them. Got to catch them all, man. Yeah. <laughs> It applies to Pokemon. It applies to, uh, I guess, so many things. I hope you catch everything you want, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope you get whatever you want, man. Um, Maximum, we got a, a, a famed last question. All right, Josh. So if you listen to the Share Trip podcast regularly, um, you would know that there is a famed last question we like to ask, and it's time for that now. Mm-hmm. So, Josh, if you could give everybody listening one piece of advice, what would it be? Okay, um... Lots of time. Uh, this ties back to like what I was saying earlier, but um, be open. Don't isolate yourself from other, try new things just because you think you won't be good at it or because you don't think you'll fit in with other people. I figured this out through joining sports my junior year and uh, exploring art, Yeah, uh, just hanging out with new friend groups and all that. And I figured out there's not really too much limiting you from doing it from you doing what you want yeah so if you want to try and join a friend group or if you want to try and play sports you can really just go for it yeah Mm -hmm. the only limitations that you have in terms of social standing or in terms of creative outlet is yourself awesome awesome yeah i love it thanks thanks josh Mm -hmm. um Thanks for being on the podcast, yeah. and and, uh, and good luck to you. Thanks. Yeah, and good luck tomorrow at Senior Night Wrestling. Yeah, that's right. When people will listen, they will have uh, you will have wrestled and destroyed whoever you're yeah. wrestling. Come on, Josh, go get them, baby. Yeah, pretend they're Maxim and just take them down. Yeah. Whoa, whoa wait a minute. <laughs>
that's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, sharechairpodcast.com. This has been the Share Chair Podcast. Until next time.